Hey everyone! So this is CNC Buhai. I'm Coco Creates. And I'm Art of the Cartoon. And for our podcast this week, this time we're going to be reviewing Star Wars Episode 9 The Rise of Skywalker. You were super excited that you bought tickets for Thursday evening, and it was a sold-out crowd. Practically sold out. And there was definitely some folks in Star Wars gear and also in some cosplay. Yes, all, all these openings that I've noticed, especially the newer ones, have always has cosplay. The fandom is just really excited most of the time for these movies. And then coming into it, I want to say, like, since you're totally into it, I'm like the plus one. I remember watching the originals, a long time ago and whenever it was on TV. I'd never seen the prequels and then I just saw the newer ones with you. But again, like I'm more of a casual watcher. So I consume anything that is Star Wars. I've been watching Star Wars since I was a kid. I know all almost a lot of the properties. I don't go to them depth, but I'm a real big fan of Star Wars. And the reason why you watch these movies is because of me. Yes, that's why we're a couple. <laughs> we love watching movies, we watch anything. Let's first preface that we're just going to do a review and our initial thoughts of this movie. We have a lot to say. Hopefully we can say that all. Stay with us. Maybe you agree, maybe you disagree. But again, this is all for fun. Major, major, major spoiler alert. Let's get into it. I think my first concern, which is always for every movie for me, is how long is the movie? Yes, that is correct. I remember when I first got the tickets, or when I was asking if you wanted to go, the first thing you asked was like, how long is it? And I think you were worrying if the movie was going to drag or not. And normally for me, when it's more than two hours, I'm like, oh no, it's going to lose me. I'm going to fall asleep. Uh, or like I have to go to the bathroom. Seeing it, I, I thought it had a good flow to it. That it was entertaining to the point where like time seemed like it went by faster than rather than it dragging. That was a bonus point there for me. I was like, oh wow, it's already done. This is how it's happening. That's cool. So The Rise of Skywalker, we really enjoyed it. Uh, and we enjoyed a lot of things that happened in this movie. And there's some things that we have some gripes about, too. Yeah, so like, let's start on a positive note. Sure, let's do that start on a positive um, note. I think out of, if I were to give it out of five stars, I would give it a four for me. Because it was entertaining. There was a good balance of like drama, action, etc. Especially those battle scenes were awesome. The one battle scene that was the most memorable was definitely when Kylo Ren slash Ben and Rey were fighting with their lightsabers in the water. That was awesome. Right on the second Death Star that crashed. Yeah, that was really cool. It was, do some Star Wars nerd talk here. It was right at the, um, on the planet near the moon of Endor where the um, Return of the Jedi happened. And that's where the second Death Star crashed. And I, I will say that the Rise of Scott Walker had the, some of the coolest lightsaber battles that I've seen in movies. Yeah, like that sound design that was happening, that was awesome. And then another thing too, I remember the one scene when Rey, when she did that slow-mo flip, when mm -hmm. Kylo Ren's ship was coming towards her, and she did this weird flip, and then she like, she did the slow-mo flip, and then she like sliced. Yes. That's when <laughs> they, were, uh, they were searching for some kind of navigation piece to keep the story going. Oh yeah, the navigation piece, yes. And then like... I guess the top number one thing that I enjoyed was the, again, well, actually it continues from episode eight, was the dynamic of of uh, Kylo Ren and Rey. Every time they were on screen together, their dialogue, even the, those nuances when they were 
uh, those long stares that they had of each other or yes. when they would be in two different places mm-hmm. and then they would sense each other and then they would have an interaction. Like that whole, every time they had that, I enjoyed it. Yes, the first time calling, which was a continuation from um, The Last Jedi, I think was really strong. You have two really strong actors, I thought. Mm-hmm. Adam Driver did put in a really good performance and Daisy Ridley also had another stellar performance as Rey in this as well. Yeah, phenomenal. That aside, there are a lot of gripes that we talked about. So I think it's a testament to how how this movie was and that I still found it entertaining and I like this movie. There were two things that I really didn't want to see happen in this movie um, and they kind of did. So the first thing was I really wanted... Ray's parentage to be the same in that she was nobody, that her parents were junk traders and that there was really nothing special about her heritage. And I thought that would be powerful if they kept that going because, you know, that means that anybody could be a Jedi or anybody could wield these powers and bring down, like, you know, an evil force. That wasn't the case. Um, That wasn't the case at all. No, that wasn't the case at all. Like, I remember from episode eight when, like, the little boy, the kids, like, remember they were like, anyone can be a Jedi or have the Force, right? Right. And it kind of gave that element, that commentary of, like, almost like Buddhism, you know, like enlightenment of some sort where you're, like, you're one with the earth and everything's around you and you kind of, like, have that sensibility. So now in this movie, gripe. Like, first off, I'm like, what's a Palpatine for me? You know... The funny thing was, I went the, once we walked out. I of didn't theater, even know what that meant. We, we walked away so that people couldn't hear us talking about spoilers. The first thing she asked when we got to the car, you asked, "What's a Palpatine?" Correction, didn't know even how to say it. I was like, "Palpatine." What's a Palpatine? That's a different movie. That's a different series. That's Dark Crystal. I was like, "What's a Palpatine?" <laughs> um, I was like, "Palpatine." Like, what is happening? So at the end of the day, she was had a she was part of a lineage of the dark side. Is yes. that what it is? Palpatine was the emperor, so the main bad guy in the original Star Wars series. Um, he first showed up in Episode Five, Empire Strikes Back, and was the big bad in Episode Six, Return of the Jedi. And then the prequels, like you saw his kind of his backstory. But yeah, he's I guess he's always been there, the emperor, and Rey is all of a sudden his granddaughter. What? So another dude with a hood and someone who's wrinkly and really old is controlling this whole thing? How many, like, characters within the whole series that of the ones I've watched? There's always something, uh, some some guy like that, some evil villain. And I come to find that Rey's related to him, and that's why she has this these powers, or she has this ability, which really negates the entire concept of the last episode 8, where anyone can have the Force. Like, is this, this is like wrong messaging here <laughs> to me. But that was confusing. That was the one thing I noticed off the bat. I was like, wait a minute, what happened to that whole storyline? And, and what do you think... Do you think that was something that they originally planned, or do you think it was something else? No, I don't think that was planned. I, I think they had to rewrite a lot of things after The Last Jedi, which, once again, I, we, we, we both really liked. In the past, for J.J. Abrams, when he's done Lost and other films, he really takes into account um, what people, what fans are saying online. I think with J.J. Abrams, well, the... Big thing with J.J. Abrams is I think he's really good at 
starting something and then introducing a lot of questions that make the audience talk and speculate. Mm -hmm. And that's what that's how this um, iteration of Star Wars started. So there's a lot of cool questions and a lot of cool things to think about. Endings, though, are probably not his forte. And I, I just want to say endings in general are really hard when you're trying to wrap up a series or any storyline. For Star Wars, it's, I mean, I don't know where you went after The Last Jedi. And so you had to wrap up a lot of things. And I think a lot of things that we liked in the last movie just had to be cast off to the wayside to create an ending, which I thought was still a good ending. If you watch this movie, The Rise of Skywalker, it's as if I like number eight didn't even exist with that whole half of that storyline. Same thing where like Luke to Darth Vader was like, you know, it was like, I'm your father, right? Mm -hmm. It was that same kind of arc. Why are we going through the same type of storyline? This is, this was J.J. Abrams' mm -hmm. um, vision. That one gripe I really didn't want to see, but it happened. Once again, I, I want to go back to like, I was still entertained and I still like this movie. I agree with that too. Like yeah. it was entertaining. Obviously we're talking about it because we're so passionate about it. It felt like they added it last minute and then it didn't, it wasn't strong enough in comparison to the other, other parts of the story. I think it was telling that during the movie, when the reveal happened that Ray was actually the granddaughter of Palpatine, I, 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 you and me laughed. Yeah, we were laughing. I, I don't know if we were the only one in the people theater. People in the laughing. theater, it was pretty. Well, there were some other moments where it got really quiet in the yeah. theater. But that one, when the, the big reveal of that Ray is Palpatine, uh -huh. I was like, first off, this guy Palpatine, all shrivelly and everything. He, one, he had children who actually like fornicated with him, had a like a son or daughter, and then has a granddaughter. I'm like, where is this coming from? It was so odd, so odd. And then again, to, again to me, if he was trying to get to Ray Palpatine, right? Mm -hmm. Then why do all these other like? Why do you have Snook? Why do you have Kylo Ren doing this? Why don't you just go to Ray? I mean, obviously, don't you have power enough that you can just go to her i'm so confused like wouldn't you have gone to her already in force awakens if you knew that she was already exposed potentially i i'm <laughs> i'm going to be an apologist here and say maybe <laughs> he couldn't find her because of the force okay i mean i also didn't want to see palpatine as the villain but i was i was fine with it my second major thing that i didn't want to see that we did was unfortunately i was not a kylo ren ray shipper i didn't want to see them together or have any kind of romantic chemistry oh. or actions. Yes, yeah, so it, that it, it so, so that leads to our one of our biggest gripes, which was the kiss. The kiss. <laughs> yes. So Kylo Ren slash Ben and Ray kiss near the end, right? Yes. And I really like that strange dynamic in which they had some tension. Mm -hmm. Yes, maybe perhaps you can sense that sexual tension. Maybe. But it doesn't mean that you have to kinda Wrap it with a bow again with the kiss. I think it could have been that they generally respected each other and I, I, I would have been like fine they could have just had like a hug. Like it would have been, been it would have been nice with that. And then I remember when the kiss happened, people were like people were clapping. Oh I, I chuckled and I And me and you and were I, chuckling. And I visibly said boo. <laughs> Cause I was like, Oh, they're going that route. And I was like, Oh, not innovative at all. What makes, it makes me wonder what makes writers wanting to add that? Do you know what I mean? Well, because a lot of people, well, there were a lot of fans, like I said, I, I'm a big fan of Star Wars. And so I, you know, I read articles, I read, I read comics and 
you know, I, I see fan videos and a lot of fans really wanted them to get together. And a lot of ways, I feel like a lot of our thoughts too are going against what a majority of people might, they might disagree with I, us. I, I think it's 50-50. But, but I don't know why I like, I maybe it was the acting. I don't know. I was like, does it, like as soon as I saw it happen, I was, I was like, does it need to happen? I don't need a rom a romance in like every Like it doesn't need to be a romance. Movie. Yeah. Speaking of romances, I felt like the entire movie was playing with our minds in that every time Ray interacted with Finn or Poe or Kylo Ren, they always gave like that little possible nugget that maybe she was going to, they had like uh, sexual tension in some ways. Like remember maybe. when her, when Ray and Poe were like uh, bantering and talking, like arguing with each other. Yeah. I was like, this is reminiscent of Han, Han Solo and, and Princess Leia. Uh, yeah, I think that's what they're going for. But then it was like, oh, are they going to get together? Do you know what I mean? And then like in oh, Force Awakens with like, a Force Awakens with like Finn... Or even throughout the movie when, remember, they were going... Finn and Ray? Finn and Ray going with the sand thing. He was like, I needed to tell you something. It was like, oh no, was he going to say that he loves her or something like that? I think that was supposed to be... He, he never said anything. He never said anything. He never said anything. So I was like, they're playing with our minds as an audience to like, who is Ray going to be with? Ultimately, I think that's maybe perhaps why there was the kiss. Because then it was that. Actually, you know who I shipped, really? I, I know I said I don't really like romance. I, I shipped uh, Finn and Poe. Interesting. You thought I was going to be like that? I didn't I didn't think they would do that, but if they were going to do something like that, I wouldn't mind. Well, speaking of romances again, let's talk about some of these plots, uh, subplots that happened in episode 8, which was Finn and Rose. What Ro happened they did, they did Rose. there? They did Rose dirty. They did Rose Tico so dirty, dude. That's, this is another gripe, so we're going to talk about this. The Rose Tico situation. Why was she only in there for like, as if she only was there for a one day of shooting? Of filming. What did you do to Kelly Tran? Um, I, I think it, it's a shame that from the last movie, so The Last Jedi, that after that, she got a lot of backlash from certain fans. And, you know, she had to she had to delete her Instagram and she wrote like a New York Times editorial. I, I, I don't think she anybody... She totally was getting trolled, right? Yeah. I felt like she was, it was such an empowered character in episode eight. An empowered Asian American woman in in like in the forefront of a plot of a major franchise, Star Wars. Yes. And then all of a sudden do a freaking one eighty, and she's barely in it. How are you gonna do that to us, especially for me or for us as being Asian American folks? Like, what? Now again, we're back in in being invisible in a in a plot line. Like it just felt like at one point we were going forward, and now we're going backwards. And what she represented. Yeah. Like, she didn't even have lines, dude. Like, she all of a sudden, some. she she had some, she had but some. it wasn't like, do you remember what she said? No, I don't remember See? what she said. Like, she just stayed on base, like, for real? Like, she was such a badass. That's the thing that, like, is interesting to me, because it's like, Rose Tico, you're having diversity inclusion in there. There's multiple, there's different types of characters, right? Mm -hmm. Race-wise and gender-wise. But just because you have them in the movie doesn't mean that there's still inclusion in it. You're not going to give her more depth. And that's the thing where I was like, I'm so sad about this. Yeah. And like, what happened with her and Finn in that interaction? Like, it's just it's the same as having Rose not even in, in the movie. I wish I, she had more to do. I understand because this is an ending, right? This is the end of the series. And they chose the route that they're going to focus on the three main heroes, right? So they're going to focus on Finn, Poe, and Rey. Which I think it, it was fine. I, I like that decision. But at the same time, I, I still think you could have give, given Rose something more to do. I mean, she was left behind. I think, at the, if I remember correctly, General Leia asked for her to stay behind to help run the base. 
Alright, so... She had less screen time than the, the little mini droid that appeared. Dio? Well, you You're gonna go there. You have to introduce new characters too, I guess. Well, we all know that they introduced new characters and the different uh, Stormtrooper outfits and stuff because of the great, like, let's have toys for these things. Yeah, of course. Of course. Bobo Frick was cute. Yes, yeah, super cute. Yeah. But uh, again, with Rose, I was like, no, Rose, not fair. I don't know if a majority of, uh, of Star Wars fans, did they were they receptive to her? I was. I mean, we were, obviously. We were so freaking stoked. I, I don't know about her. I mean, it, I, I think it's 50-50 people liked it or her. Some people didn't. Yeah. I thought she could have had more, but... They we'll did all, Kelly Tran dirty, we'll man. We'll all find out more <sighs> when hopefully they offer her her own Disney Plus series. Yeah, that would be rad. Yeah. I'm sorry, Rose, that you didn't get as, as much screen time and storyline. But like I said, it, it's in service of our three main characters, which Finn, Poe, and Ray. And I thought, you know what? Trifecta. Trifecta. I think for this movie, they all did really well. Okay, well, you you have some gripes about Poe. I know. You I'm, you might disagree or feel indifferent, but it's even from the last movie as well. Poe is like super, uber, overly confident, can talk the talk and then like, oh, oh crap, I did something bad. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. he's a rebel within the rebel resistance, right? I right. guess in some ways. I guess maybe because myself as a woman of color, it bothers me so much. The character of Poe just takes up a lot of space and is really mean and not a team player at times. Like he always thinks he's he's right. He's a narcissist. He's just trying to take over all the time. He took up so much space. Maybe it's rippling from episode think, eight for me. I think it rippled from episode eight because episode eight he was meant to be that brash. Like you could see that he's a really good fighter pilot and he was a really good um, soldier in the resistance. Yeah. But he needed some honing for leadership skills and like yeah he his decisions and like thinking of the the overall team yeah but it was totally goal. machismo to me right and I think that I think for you just it boiled over here I I think it, he grew he did grow I want to say that he did grow you saw some sensitivity to him when he when you saw Zori yes. was introduced um, shoutouts to uh, Carrie Russell, Felicity. I was like, as soon as I heard her voice of Zori, I was like, Felicity! That's I wanted right. to say it in the theater, but I was like, no, that's not the time. This is Star Wars. Poe bothers me. I don't know why. It's totally because he's just trying to get, he's trying way. to just take you can take lead on multiple things. I guess in this one, there was some vulnerability um, when, you know, when in facing a defeat, like at one point, remember when um, some of the fellow soldiers, oh, R.I.P. Greg Grunberg, who passed away in the film. Did Greg Grunberg too? Yeah. Oh, he was also in Felicity. But, yes, he but was. like, that part, and then when he found, when when Poe was like, oh no, this seems like our plan's not going to be working. There right. was that tinge of like... No, and then before we, that, uh, he had the, the that really good speech where every or all the resistance was around him, and he really rallied the troops to really go in on this... I, I didn't think the plan was the greatest plan in the world, but like he really rallied the troops and inspired them to. Yeah, go but on why this did mission. he have to be the one who had to talk? Why couldn't it be? You know what I mean? Like, because Leia left him in charge. Okay, but still, I think I still had my grips from Which the we'll last. Which will get to Leia soon. Yeah. But I don't know why he always bothered me. I think because of just the fact that like he was just overstepping and and of uh, of leadership that were uh, from women's leadership, so that bothers me. Okay, but like I said, Leia, which. Let's do let's do her next. But her last one of her last acts, which was off screen, was to name him acting general. How do we think um, Leia was handled this movie? Obviously, she um, before this was already passed away. Yeah. R.I.P. Carrie mm -hmm. Fisher. How do you think they handled her character in this movie? Obviously, this is the last 
time we're going to see her. Well, because of real life, right? Yes. There are limitations of screen time. Mm -hmm. If you think about it, I think they did her well. It was kind of like... I think it was a good send-off. Yes, correct. I think... You can, I, I, I could definitely tell that they were, they had to shoot around to make it, since they didn't have, you know, didn't have the actual actress there. There was a lot of, a lot of shots without her face, just like her holding like a lightsaber or her back shots. Yes, her back shots. Yeah. Over the shoulder shots where like you have like, uh, you have someone else to stand in to do that. Sending her off in a, in a very, almost like a poetic way, just like Ben. I think I, I enjoyed the fact that we find out more of how she uses the Force. And her last, the last thing she does, which she uses all her might, is to use the Force to contact and get through to her son, Kylo Ren, a.k.a. Ben Solo. And that act is too much for her and she passes away. I thought that was nicely done. And then, throughout the entire movie, there was also all these callbacks to the originals. Which I enjoyed. Don't there, get me wrong. That was like the best part. You were like, oh my gosh, there's another one. There's another one. I, I feel like I saw some, part, but, but you probably saw so many, much more than I did. I mean, lot. I remember seeing Ewoks, Wicket, and I was like, oh, Jawas. That was lovely to see. Even in the ending shot too, right? At that last shot of Rey and um, BB-8 walking off. Oh yeah, because she, she's in Tatooine, right? And this is... Her walking into the uh, into the distance of Tatooine with the twin sons, which is the, one of the first things we meet with Luke and back in the original Star Wars. I did appreciate some of the callbacks. I thought there were too many of them. It's what we term fan service in that this is some of the things that fans wanted to see. And I think J.J. Abrams just decided to almost give in and give all the fans what they wanted. I guess it's a good thing for some people, but I thought it was just way too much. Yeah, I agree too. Like there were many. Um, oh, I noticed a lot. I noticed a lot more. But it was still lovely though when you were like, "Oh, yeah, you remember?" Because mm-hmm. they're like, "It's the end." It is. It's the dot, end. Dot, dot. It's the end of this trilogy, definitely. Let's talk. Let's now talk about the ending. The ending. Which I want to say. In parentheses, endings. <laughs> There was a couple, this this wasn't like Return of the King where there was like 15 ways that that movie could have ended. There were several ways. So the ending, we already mentioned the kiss. Oh, Ben Solo, who's now redeemed, he gives his life to save Rey, basically. Yes, he pops out after getting like pushed Rey, from Palpatine. U- using all her, all her force and all her life, destroys her grandfather, which is Emperor Palpatine. Ben Solo, Kylo Ren, who we think is dead, Rises up from the canyon he was pushed, at, pushed down. Correction, he did not rise. He climbed out of he it. He climbed out of it, you're right. He climbed out <laughs> of it. And then he uses, he transfers his life force into Rey in order to bring her back to life. And in doing so, he uses up all his life and passes away. But apparently he had enough energy to still have a kiss. One so. kiss. Just, <laughs> that's a, not enough for one kiss. Um, at one point, though, like with the ending, right? That part, yeah, you said that he revived her, gave her life. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, she used all her energy at one point, and you're like, she's not blinking. She's dead, right, Ray, When she was lying down there after she yes. defeated, mm-hmm. after uh, Palpatine was done, mm-hmm. <laughs> done, did, burnt, whatever. And she was lying there, and she happened to pass, and I was like, oh, that's the end. That's cool. Yeah, I, I want to <laughs> seem mean because we really like the right character, but I, I wouldn't have mind there if our ending was like our heroes win, but Rey has sacrificed herself and is no longer there. 
That's correct. And then I guess for a lot of us in our minds, we were thinking, oh, he's just giving his life, he's giving it to her, and they'll be both 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 alive. alive. Right, no. But no, he used all of it, and then he passes. But before he passed, there was the infamous kiss. Oh, no, he had no, the toe had enough energy for one last kiss. People wanted it. I know you and I didn't, but. Yeah, you know. I think I was indifferent. I was like, oh, yeah. we don't really have to have that. We didn't have to have it. This is this is so typical we of movies. You always have to have a kiss. Like, why does every movie have to have some kind of romance? Movies can still be engaging and entertaining if there was a kiss or not. Yes. Okay, so that's another ending. So what was the other endings? So after that, what happened was they do what I like to call a, an endgame, an Avengers endgame, is that when all hope seems lost, then all of a sudden um, Billy D. Williams comes with a whole slew of ships to come and blow up all the other bad guy ships, all the first or the final order ships. And I think after that, that could have been an ending because everybody's celebrating... Um, obviously, they have to go back and save Ray, and then at the end, at the base, that could have been an ending too, because everybody was celebrating the fall. Yeah, I like that little Empire. trifecta hug that happened, and then the, the trifecta hug was. And cute. then the two, uh, two uh, lady partners that gave a kiss. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was fun, um, and I was like, "Oh, celebratory!" So the final, final, final ending. After that, yeah, they, they could have ended that way, and like you could end the fanfare, and then the credits, because everybody is happy, and there's a party. The final was Ray went back to Tatooine, we where first, it all began. Where it all began, we first met Luke um, at his uncle's moisture farm. At the end, somebody comes by and asks what her last name is. <laughs> yeah, like all of a sudden, there's this lady who comes by. Nope. <laughs> I think, I mean, it was cute. She comes by and she's like, nobody's lived here for a while. And she's like, what's your name? And then Ray's like, you know, name's Ray. And she's like, you know, what's what's your last name? Or something like, something to that effect. And she thinks about it, looks in the distance and says Skywalker. Which I think was so nice. Lovely. That was I think lovely. it was lovely. And then after that, you see her and BB-8 walking off into the distance with the double sons. Yeah, that was that was lovely. Yeah. So, again, there were, like, so many things. I thought it was a super entertaining. Uh, I don't know what this means in terms of Star Wars. Do you think that there's going to be other um, chapters? Oh, okay. So this is the end of this trilogy, which started in 2015 with The Force Awakens. You know what? I like At the end of the day, I like this trilogy. It, w- it was a good trilogy. This isn't going to be the last one. There is... Really? I don't know if I can watch all of these. There's, this is... <laughs> Star Wars, what I've noticed is it's it's going to be generational, right? So the first one was in 77, that first. And then, you know, George did George Lucas, when he was in charge and had, you know, creative... When he was the major creative, he did the prequels. That was another generation Star Wars. Ten years later, this is the Disney version. Mm-hmm. Disney will probably still own this because it's probably going to make a, a bunch of money. And then they're going to revamp these revamps? I'm not going to be surprised if another 10 years from now we're going to see episode 10. But in, in the meantime, there's The Mandalorian. You're going to see Star Wars TV. Yeah, I well, wouldn't be surprised if... Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if some of these characters get their own series. Yeah, let's have Rose, please. The no Poe, thank you. <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing a Poe series, though. Well, you can watch that. I don't okay, know. Sorry. I think I I'm more like, like eh. Being, but the machine's not going to stop. We're going to see a lot more Star Wars movies... I think fans are going to be divided on this particular trilogy. I think at the end of the day, when I look back at it, it probably should have been more of an overarching story. I still enjoyed it. It was still more Star Wars. So how many more times are you going to watch this? Oh, I'm probably at least going to to watch it once. 
maybe twice more two more times yeah i'm good you don't well, yeah you don't well, you, you don't rewatch things yeah i don't really rewatch things let's go ahead and conclude this who was your mvp of this movie how could it not be no other it can't be anybody else but ray yeah. she's my mvp she was a badass in here a lot of scenes she was like in everything I like the buildup of her like feeling angry and like she was go having these internal struggles. Yes. And then like at each moment there was always an action scene with her. Mm-hmm. I liked her better in here than I did in episode eight in that way. Yeah. She really was strong in her conviction of going not going to the dark side in some ways, and I think that's really good representation of a strong of a strong female character. Right. Her character arc over mm-hmm. the three movies. I think finally there is an ending because she she knows who she is. Yes. You're going to probably see a lot more younger girls, younger uh oh, youth, yeah, a lot more co- uh, cosplay. seeing cosplaying as Rey rather than like Luke and Han Solo, um which is awesome. And I'm excited to see if Star Wars were to ever do other types of uh, chapters and movies along the way or shows, that there would be a lot, much more better representation. Yeah, um, I agree. How about for you? Who was your... So my MVP was Billy D. Williams. No, it was not. Uh, I... That's like a cameo. That was like the best cameo ever. Good for Billy D. Get your money. Get, Get your, your money. Get your money, buddy. I love seeing Lando again. No, it, it, it's obviously going to have to be Ray. Ray was the MVP of this movie. Um, you can see the growth. I, I agree. You can see the conflict in between the light and the dark. I think she had the most interesting character arc. And at the end of the day, she adopted the name Skywalker. And she, she'll hopefully rebuild the Jedi or whatever she wants to call it. Because there's a lot more people with the Force around the universe, as we saw in Episode 8 with all those little kids. So she finds them and That would be great them. for like another series. Yeah. Ben Solo slash Kylo Ren was second. Yeah, because of the whole duo, duality yeah. of that. I think but Ray was, was awesome. definitely the MVP. Yeah, so we talked long enough. Obviously, we had a lot to say. Mm-hmm. Again, this was just some of our thoughts because I'm sure we forgot to say a whole bunch of no. other things. And once again, it would, even though it seemed like we had a lot of gripes and a lot of concerns and things that it seemed like we didn't like, at the end of the day, we enjoyed this movie. Yeah, you're, to the point that you're going to see it again. I'm going to go see it again. Yeah, so yeah. thank you all for for listening. Thank you. Until next time, until the two of us end up watching whatever we watch next and review on it. So have a good one, y'all, and then we'll talk to you next time. Yes, may the force be with you. Yeah, was that funny? No. <laughs>